0: morning we have a couple of announcements we want to make uh, I think last week we forgot to uh, remind everybody that Charlene had a birthday last week what day was it Joyce and she is held 95. 95 and Rosalie Blevins is going to have one this week and she'll be 95 also Anyway, she's in her nineties also. So if you think about it, you might send her a card or give her a call. I know they appreciate those. Is there any other announcements that we need to make? The
1: 29th, Kenny and Kay will celebrate the 50th anniversary. Yes,
0: right, send them. And also we have, we're gonna be celebrating Father's Day today. Kenny's out of town. Roger's out of town, and Paul's out of town, uh, the men of the priesthood, and I'm sure a lot of others are out, but we're going to be blessed anyway with those that have showed up here today, and they're going to miss out. My call to worship is going to come out of Genesis. Genesis. I'm going to read Genesis 7, verse 40. And in the Garden of Eden I gave unto man his agency, and unto thy brethren have I said, and also gave commandments, that they should love one another, and that they should choose me their father. Well, today's Father's Day, and uh, we're going to uh, stand and we're going to sing him, 518, and then I would like for, who would like to lead us? We're going to recite the Lord's Prayer. Alex, would you like to lead us in reciting the Lord's Prayer after we sing that? And after that, I'm going to turn it over to the ladies. They are going to, they put something together here for Father's Day, and I'll turn it over to them once we have our prayer. Let's stand and sing him. 518. kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us. Yeah, we gotta have him. Em- Get to eat till you get up here. <laughs> Are they coming? Uh, well, I think he's coming. he? Yeah, he was just here.
1: We have particular strictures. No one to the father's family, as children, may also address him as Adam. Romans 8, 15, 16 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption.
2: Bible. sure that other children in
1: Jonathan, right here with this little sweetheart. We've got it. Josh, Josh, Josh. in the spiritual thing. you. was
3: a whole lot more than my mother did. She had more of her education. I think she went to ninth grade or something like that. But, but uh, he could read, read that Bible to me and he could explain it pretty good. And uh, I thought that was pretty rare for somebody to do what he done there.
0: <laughs> well, I was last. <laughs> <laughs> temporally, taught me a lot about hard work and he taught me how to work with my hands growing up we had them old cars around there and he had motorcycles and different stuff and no bigger than I was I had my hands in the motors or anything and he never if I went and messed something up because I know I did a few times from some little motors that he had over it they used for certain things and I'm adjusting the carburetors and doing whatever else I think ought to be done to them, but I never got in trouble for that. You know, he would just readjust them and tell me all along on different things. If a man fixed, made it, a man can fix it. And when I had my car, he didn't do the work. He would tell me, this is what's wrong, go out there and take this part off or whatever. And then if you get in a spot that you can't fix it, then I'll come and I'll, I'll lead you through it. And He also taught me to learn to keep my mouth shut and to respect people. That's spiritually. I think the one thing that I can remember my dad probably taught me that was spiritual, and he may not have known it at the time, but argue and get you nowhere he says if you're going to argue with somebody it's just a waste of time you might as well go on out out here in the road or whatever else and find it out get it out of your system then come back and go on with your lives like you've been going. and what have I taught my son? Probably the most thing I've really taught him is to listen to his mother. And I'm so thankful that he didn't take after me in school because I was kind of lazy. I did just enough to play sports and to get by. But he, uh, he was a lot like his mom in school. I hope I have taught him the importance of the priesthood office that he holds and how to uh, function in that office because it's not what you think, it's what God says. And when you're counseling somebody or trying to help them over certain problems in their life, read them what the scripture says because that's black and white. It's plain and simple. And I'm just very thankful he's turned out to be the kind of young man that he is.
1: What did your dad teach you earthly-wise? What did he teach you spiritually-wise?
4: What did you try to teach your girl? He, guy. he taught us how to work. We had no choice. We didn't work. We got our butt-busted. <laughs> <laughs> he taught us how to work on cars, you know, like nothing. My dad was, my dad was left-handed. He wasn't, he was, he's a machinist, but he wasn't a carpenter or nothing. But all his dad and his grandfather, and I didn't know that for years, that they were all carpenters until I was a grown man. I I already picked it up, you know. He never mentioned it. We didn't talk about it all of stuff. Me and my dad was not close. He was closer to a lot of my friends than he was me. You know, he'd give Robert a shirt off his back, but he'd charge me. Well I mean he would. I mean I mean if I need a dollar to go somewhere he'd give Robert ten dollars but he wouldn't give me a dollar to buy a pond. That's just the way he was. He just he was hard. We didn't get along. I mean vacation, everybody wanted to go on vacation, I hated to go. We went to the lake every year and it was you know, we had three hundred hooks out, maybe a thousand hooks, trauma lining and stuff. We sang bail using a pond all day with snakes around you staying in or catching perch. It wasn't no fun when he was ten or twelve years old. I've got glad I got a job. I don't know if I didn't have to go. Then my poor mother had to put up with it. how
1: did you change for your girls? What'd you but, uh, teach them? Spiritually,
4: he was—he never been to church in his life that I know of. You know. he never come to no stores. He just—you know—but uh, the girls, I just taught them how to work. I mean, you know, I told them no matter what job you did, if you charge a dollar or five dollars, you do the same amount of work or the same quality of your work. That's your fault if you didn't. You didn't think you got enough money for it, or, or not even do it for nothing. I mean, do it for nothing but do the same, do the same quality of job you always would do, no matter what it is. And that's the hardest thing he had to do because I didn't have a boy. He was always upset the picture. day he died because I didn't have a son. A I,
5: said, well, Dad, I
4: got the oldest girl here. I put her up with any of them boys in high school at her age. And, you know, she do anything <laughs> they can do. You know, she got that mail route. She called me. She'd be over on 35 broke down. Dad's points out of this Jeep. I said, Well, you got a screwdriver? She got a dime? She said, Yeah. I said, Well, open that stripper cap. She said, I know. I done got it open. Well, i stick that dime in there, loosen that strip, and put it back together. she said, well, I got it running until I get home. Then showed her how to put brakes on and she put brakes on that old Jeep quicker than I could. She'd catch any brakes about every six weeks on it that nail Jeep. Tree. Then she finally got. Chance and sometimes she said, I, I can upgrade to sometimes another sometimes job. Like I get a, pay, pay, cut and pay, will furnish me a vehicle. Sometimes I, said, I heard, Take that cut and pay, you ain't got to work on it. You go to work now, you're sitting there ready to go, you know. But, but both my girls and Megan come along and I tried to make a plumber out of her. and She said, Dad, I'll help you. She said, I ain't running that sewer machine.
5: <laughs>
4: she said, That sewer machine now is going to be, a, you just can't handle that sewer machine, Dad. I said, Okay, but she. I take her when she was little. We crawl in a little house and she'd bring me. I got her go get me a wife. She knew them fittings as anybody, you know. I tell a story one time. I was working underneath the house. and she's, Well, she's bad. She had asthma. And she's always telling people, You can't smoke around me. I got to be. You can't tell people that. I'm under a house up I'm Hill and this kid crawling in the house with me. He's a man He's smoking. I heard the ruckus were under there. She's eating. My dad's paying you good money. You ain't got time to smoke a cigarette out. Underneath this house. And I can't breathe. I got asthma. You don't need to smoke. You know, she's just chewed, She's about eight or nine years old. She's letting him have it about smoking under the house. You know, but, but both of them went on to college, and I didn't. I'm glad they did that. both of them were, You know, sports and Aaron. She just went to play ball and said she just had to get an education while, while while she was there. And Megan's still going to school. She's going to be. I think she'll keep her going on. And I hope we brought them up right. We taught them what our parents taught us and everything. But, but I don't miss my mom.
1: Deal with yours, ah, uh, you're working progress. Take <laughs> 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 10 15 years. We'll see how we'll it out. We'll see how we
5: it
6: out. Y'all, <laughs> no. well, you know, I, I wasn't raised by my father, I was raised by my parents, and my grandfather, best I can remember, I don't think we ever read a church building per site, he would go to. I never trouble in my life was all or a life. I bought the first car one the 11, and he I got in trouble, his best friend was the county sheriff, and he him, and told what I done. And when I went home, it was much worse
1: you women want to add anything about your dad? Karen, you want to say anything?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Some sayings about fathers. Bud, did you want to add anything? A father provides the foundation of strength, wisdom, and hope so that his children may build their dreams upon it. And the top three dad sayings. Do you think money well, grows on trees? You ever heard that one? You ever said that one? Don't make me come back appreciate our fathers. I really, really deeply appreciate mine and uh, all the things earthly and especially those spiritual things he taught me. As I said, we've got gift sacks here for you dads and we appreciate you being here today. And Brother Steve, I'll
0: Yes, you can
1: take your sack with you if you want to pick up one of those sacks.
0: They're on both sides, it do not matter. We're going to close with the scene of hymn number 373, uh, 372. I got the wrong paper out. We got that all corrected. We're going to close with 372, and uh, we'll stand for that. And, Bud, after that, would you offer a blessing on the food and the benediction?